Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to a very enchanting episode on Rewired Radio. I'm your host, DJ Drew. And I'm Coral, your favorite event planner. And today's guest is a decorated planner who makes dream weddings come to life. She's here today to show you how essential a wedding planner is for your big day. She's also a bilingual MC, a wedding officiant, and a wedding singer that's giving Adam Sandler a run for his money. <laughs> She's a boss lady of many different talents, and she even has her own company, My Wedding Songbird. Without any further ado, let's welcome Sarah Wang. Thank you, Drew. That was an amazing intro. Thank you so much, just for you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Sarah. I am the planner at My Wedding Songbird. And we specialize in Chinese-American weddings. We love working with bilingual couples. Um, you know, we do a lot of Chinese or even Vietnamese or Korean that we've done this year. So lots of cultural aspects, really fun elements that we bring into the wedding. We understand your family dynamic, um, the door games, the tea ceremony, your qi pao, ao ai. <laughs> All the things that they probably don't know about. But <laughs> Actually, I do know. I, they do, probably know. I know about the tea yeah, ceremony. The tea ceremony, yeah. That I do know about. That's cool. A lot of different cultures. Yeah. So we've been... Um, I've started this company since, I think, seven years, around seven years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh started as a wedding singer, actually. That's, that's amazing. I actually <laughs> wanted to ask you about that. So that's how you got started. Yeah. So that's um, how my company name came about. My, my wedding, wedding songbird. songbird. So I'm the original songbird. So you have oh. to be a singer to be in my company. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would fail. I would not make the cut. <laughs> I only do that in the shower. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. I do that too. <laughs> you got to practice somehow, yeah. right? Yeah, and the echo is it's beautiful. <laughs> yes. Right on. Well, it's a pleasure to have you, first of all. Likewise. And I wanted to start off by, you know, just getting to know you a little bit. You are a wedding efficient, a bilingual MC, and as you just mentioned, a wedding singer as well. And that's just amazing. Seriously, that's amazing. And I just want to know, why did you choose to wear so many different hats rather than just focus on one thing. Yeah, so it kind of just happened naturally. <laughs> so like I said, I started as a singer only, and that was like more of a hobby, and I do it on the weekends. I still had a full-time job. I used to work in the jewelry industry full-time um, doing operations, <laughs> oh. admin, managing, and stuff like that. So more of the structural side of things. Um, and then, so the story is one day I was praying, I'm a Christian. So I was praying, asking God, like, okay, what are some like my talents or like, you know, things that you're drawing me to or what's my season? Like, what's my purpose, basically? And then um, God reminded me of this story in the Bible where it's like the, the five talent of like this rich man. He gave this, his servant like five talent and then one give, he gave him like two talent and then another one, one talent. So talent's like coins, basically. Right, right. You give them money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, right. you, if they didn't invest or do something with it, then, you know, um, the, the um, I guess, the host or the owner gets really upset. So it's like, what am I doing with, like, the quote-unquote talent that God's giving me? Right. And then I ask him, like, what are my talents? Um, like, you know, the things he's giving me. And then God just keep reminding me of, like, all the weddings I've been singing at, um, and so I feel like a really strong sense that it's somewhere into the wedding, like somewhere with like singing or music or things like that. Um, and I was like, okay. And a, a thought just came into my mind, like, okay, why don't we like start a company? <laughs> and then Might as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> as well. And so I um, just asked God, like, 
okay, if, I, if you want me to start a company, what would be the name of the company? And then my wedding songbird just like popped in my head like in one second. Like the first thing that popped up? Yeah, and it's, it's really perfect. cool. So I went on, on uh, online right away to like search if anyone has taken that name and no one has. So I bought the domain right away. No, this is the first thing <laughs> I, you I do. got the email. Yeah. Right. I got all the social media right. <laughs> handles. It's like. funny when you when you think of a name for your company or whatever your business. First thing you do is go search the domain if somebody's taking it. Yeah, well, you exactly. have to. Right. Yeah, you don't so, want to be a copycat. So crucial. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll take it as a sign. You know. So that's you know that was like seven years ago where oh my gosh. I did all that. Um, yeah, and then. Long story short, like I started emceeing. Um, I got into like assisting other planners um, in like wedding industry. So at first I thought it was more like an entertaining company, more, you know, instead of a planning. So like event entertainment, like maybe live music, cause I was, you know, I'm a singer. So maybe a live band or even DJ or like more entertainment aspect. Mm -hmm. um, but then later it became like, okay, let's just, uh, maybe we'll be the top of the food chain. Let's be the planner. <laughs> Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah, because I was like getting paid like pennies with uh, just singing. Like probably each wedding, I only get paid maybe like a hundred to hundred bucks. Yeah. So like singing a whole night, like four hours. So oh my god, I know. So four like, hours, I can't survive on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's well, you, so you do so many different things. You mm -hmm. probably have a favorite, and you probably have a least favorite. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah, so like I mentioned, I'm like a singer as a performer. So I do like to entertain people, you know, <laughs> make people laugh, <laughs> interact with people. So like MC and also like officiating is very fun for me. Mm -hmm. Like that would be like my, my favorite out of all the things that I do. Being an MC. Yeah, being an MC, officiating too. Because like my officiating style is also more like engaging, interacting. Yeah. Like, you know, I will throw in a little bit of singing in my script too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How you fun. know, and make the, the, the guests like interact with me, and then I usually make them laugh too, make it yeah. adding a little bit of humor in there. So like that's kind of my my style like to uh, officiating. So yeah, like I would say officiating MC would yeah. be like, my favorite. So least favorite, not like you dislike <laughs> it totally, but would probably be the planning, just because you feel like more of a performer when it comes to singing and being an MC. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, I mean like I love the planning aspect thing where where it's like you know. There's so many, so much work that puts into planning, mm -hmm. and it's a, such a long time, like a like a really long time frame. You're working with the guests or the clients. Yeah. Um. So like with the planning aspect, like there does come a lot of stress, but like it's very fulfilling at the end on the wedding day when you see everything come together, your design, everything. Mm -hmm. So like among like all the work that I do, I would think like least favorite on my part would be like creating the proposal or like, <laughs> like yep I agree I think so yep yeah yep. oh my gosh you're so right though because wedding planning it's a long time you know you have your clients or your couples right in the beginning and then usually you're working with them for the for the next year mm -hmm. and then the day itself the wedding day it's like minimum eight hours I yeah. was gonna say oh eight hours no like 12 hours yeah. <laughs> you know when singing or DJing it's usually four to six hours just depending no, on the there event quite a bit too we're there for like 10 a good 10 hours or so yeah because yeah, you got to set up and yeah. clean up exactly. yeah mm -hmm. that's true yeah either way love. the industry it's it's tough you're there for many hours yeah. but it's so worth it long days long nights <laughs> yes. for sure well you know I'm also an MC as well as a DJ and I know one of most people's biggest fear is getting up and speaking in front of large crowds, especially at an event like a wedding where there's so many guests and a lot of people you don't know. 
Um, what are some good tips that you have for someone who may be an MC or even someone who might be giving a toast or having to get up and speak in front of a crowd to help them calm, calm their nerves a little bit? Yeah, like, um, you know, the speakers for toasting speech, like either parents or men of honor, best men, sometimes, you know, they're very nervous, like you said, because they're not used to speaking in front of so many people. Um, so like a tip I usually give them is like, just look at the bride and groom, like you're speaking to them. So just don't worry about all the other people watching you. Right. <laughs> just pretend they're not there. Yeah, because, you know, it's, your speech is for them, for the bride and groom. So, right. yeah, so it's a smaller audience and yeah. they, they feel more safe that way. <laughs> Well, one of the things I notice is that crowd feeds off the energy mm -hmm. right away. So what usually works for me is I would go outside and just start pumping my chest like Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. Kind of like that. You would play this video. Oh oh, that's a surprise to me. Kind of like that. So now I need I need to see it from you. I know. That's what I'm saying. You uh, just play the video and then not on, show Drew. us. That's show my us, method. That's us. the method to my madness right there for pumping people up. Just go outside, be my chest, and just get the party started. <laughs> like Tarzan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone ever tell you guys to like imagine people in their underwear? No, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? But like everyone used weird. to tell me that. Like, oh, you're nervous. Just like picture everyone in your in their underwear. I'm like, wouldn't that make me more nervous? Like, yeah. that's kind of weird. Like, I would think so. So now I'm just going to start beating my chest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wall Street. You know, there just, we go. People might think yeah. you're a little crazy, but hey, it gets the job done. Gets the job done. <laughs> that's all that matters. Well, from a planner point of view, like mm -hmm. if you're um, a couple planning your own wedding, it actually could be pretty nerve wracking too, just because sometimes you really don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So, you know, during that process, do you, you highly recommend getting a wedding planner to help with those nerves and that stress that might come with it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just had your wedding. So, yes, <laughs> you could speak on that a little bit, too. <laughs> I could. I could have a whole episode. Yeah, oh, wait, I did. You did. did. Everyone remember special. to watch that episode. <laughs> Go back and watch that episode. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely have a planner. Like if it's not within your budget, we, we have like another mm. package that's like an upgraded version of a coronation. It's called planner assisted coronation. Mm. So it's like we are a concierge service in that package. So when once you book us, no matter how advanced, you know, it is from your um or how early it is from your wedding day. You can reach out to us with any question you have regarding planning. You can ask us like to help review your contract before you sign with any vendors. Like we would just be like your consultant or mm -hmm. advisor, you know, like we're not necessarily doing the like work like you are, but we're there every step of the way. Like if you need a handholding or guidance, we're there for yeah. you. That's so. actually really, really nice to have because that's not common. Mm -hmm. Most of the time you're hiring, let's say, month of coordination. And that usually starts, you know, four to six weeks out from your wedding date. And I mean, sure, you can email with some questions, your planner here and there. But sometimes they're busy with their full planning clients. But having like that service, it's like, well, you are paying me to be there when you have a quick question regarding something you might not know. So I do like that. Yeah. Putting that in my, my brain right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 
And to kind of follow up on that, you know, what different services do you offer and how do couples know what service is right for them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a great question. So we offer full planning, partial planning, and then the one I just mentioned, the planner-assisted coordination, and then the regular coordination, which is, you know, a lot of people call it different names, like management or day off, month (laughs) off, you know. So it essentially means the same thing. Yeah. Um, So... So I would say like the couple who are most like if you're super busy, if you don't have time, you don't want to deal with details and, you know, you want someone who's experienced professional to help you like find all your vendors. That's like, you know, according to your budget or your preferences, then like in full planning would be the way to go. And then if you have more time to, and you want to be more involved in the planning, but you do want a planner who, you know, can help guide you, like um, keep you on track and, you know, all that stuff, then partial planning would be the way because partial planning is more like teamwork. Mm-hmm. where us and the client were working together we're kind of split the work you know mm-hmm. so it's more like 50 50 not 50 50 but like you know <laughs> yeah. they're doing you know more than of course the full planning yeah um and then for the coordination or like management it's um we start actually eight weeks before like mm-hmm. we try four weeks we try six weeks and i feel like it's still kind of rushed and mm-hmm. then you know because with just coordination service um we don't get to know their plan until like they until we're on board like um a few weeks before Mm -hmm. and then so sometimes like four weeks six weeks before when we jump in like some of them haven't booked some of the uh, vendors or you know they haven't have too much like progress with the planning and then we became like a planner for like the last like a month and a half or something and then it's stressful on us yeah which isn't fun Mm -hmm. oh my gosh right so then we decided okay eight weeks is a pretty sweet spot for us that you know it's enough time for us to get to know the couple their plan to see the venue to review their you know a design um vision and Mm -hmm. things like that to connect with your vendors and and so everything so we do start eight weeks before um so with our like any of our package when when the client book us we will have like a zoom call with them whether it's a coordination or you know full planning partial planning we will have that first initial zoom meeting so we can see each other face to face because a lot of times like when table book us we've never seen each other it's just on the phone you know a lot of times i don't meet them until the day of yeah wow yeah Yeah. so like we do love to like put a name to a face you know and and that also help us to like um, build trust and rapport with Mm -hmm. with them yeah. And then, so we did do that, like even for coordination, we do that for Zoom meeting. And then we also, like midpoint, we'll have a check-in with them as well for coordination. Mm-hmm. And then we come in eight weeks before. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. Uh, I know. Yeah. That's why we get paid what we get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. what you're paying for, that. guys. <laughs> yeah. And to kind of go off of what you were saying earlier, obviously budget is different for mm-hmm. every couple. Right. So let's say they just can't really afford the full planning, but they obviously are doing the coordination because they need someone to kind of go in the last eight weeks to help with all the final touches what would you recommend from when they first hire you up until you know the coordination package starts kind mm-hmm. of like it almost like if they're doing diy but obviously they're having you what are some tips that you would tell them to kind of make sure they're on track yeah so um that's that's a great thing that i feel like we provide because once they hire us we will create a uh, google folder mm-hmm. and in the folder is a bunch of like resources there's our preferred vendor um list there's our like because we also let them use our uh, the course so we have an inventory so mm-hmm. there's a pdf in there they can you know see and browse through there's like tip tipping guide um <laughs> there's like yes. all kinds of resources in the folder we give them and also in the spreadsheet we do create a planning timeline so it shows like all the 
things that you need to get done, like, you know, 10 months before, nine months before, eight months before. So it just like lists out very clearly. So that's like a, um, like a roadmap yeah. for, for planning. So keeps them organized when they're not really sure kind of what route right. to go. Yeah. Yeah. So like we'll that. have that spreadsheet for them ready to go, like right when they book us. So for coordination as yeah. well, yeah. they can just follow that, you know, step by step. I and then that. they can fill out the information. <laughs> Google Drive is the yeah, best. Exactly. Seriously, keeps everything organized. Yeah. And yeah. it's free. Thank you, Google. I know. Thank you, Google. <laughs> well, you know, that sounds like there's a lot of details that go into it. And some of those details might just go past their head, mm-hmm. the clients that is. What advice would you give them for like just anything they need to remember last minute? I'm sure there's a lot they have to remember, especially on their wedding day. Mm-hmm. So what's something you just cannot forget? Definitely marriage license. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that same yeah. thing. Yeah, marriage license. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, they do forget about that. It's really true. Um, and yeah, you need that to officially get married. Yeah, yeah, it's like the most important document. I know. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. So we do have that on our planning timeline. You know, so like make sure you, yeah. <laughs> you know, apply for this and, and obtain yeah. it. And yeah, we even put like, you know, remember to get your rings or, you know, to like break into your shoes. If you got a new shoes. Yes. <laughs> did you have that experience? I or? just, yeah, I, for my own personal wedding, I just put them on in the house and would walk around because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to get like super dirty. Yeah. But I wish I wore them a little bit longer because it's hard. I mean, you're wearing them for 10 hours that mm-hmm. day. You want to make sure they're comfy, but you still want them cute, obviously. <laughs> but definitely wear your shoes around the house if you can. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I get a lot of people that um, will message me saying, how do I get a marriage license? Mm-hmm. Because they don't know. They think that's a part of the planning service that I do it for them. Mm. I was like, no, unfortunately, you have to go to the courthouse and you have to go, you know, with your, you know, spouse and you have to declare things. We're like, and, no way. Can you go wait in line and file it for us? Can you do the application? <laughs> Bring it on the day of, you know, Yeah, you sign for yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Unfortunately, no. I Isn't mean, that I part can... of your service? <laughs> You know, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. It no. was not fun. It's, I mean, it's kind of like the DNV going yeah. to the courthouse. Yeah, and they do need both of them to be there in person with yeah. your ID. Yeah. You know, because they want to make sure it's you. Yeah, right, of course. And of they course. ask, you yeah. know, do you want to change your last name to so-and-so? Or it's true. Sometimes. Keep yours. Yeah, they asked John, do you want to change your last name to my last name? Which really? I thought was funny. To your last name. Wow. Oh, yeah. interesting. I mean, honestly, you can do whatever you want as long yeah. as it's legal on paper. So they and or they're like, hey, are you keeping both your names how they are? So they ask you all these questions. Mm. But I think that's super interesting. I think it's becoming more common for people to just keep their names. Yeah. Especially if they're kind of like either well known in the industry, whether that's like entertainment mm-hmm. or if they already have a business, yeah. they'll keep their last name. I have normal couples who decide to keep their names. They just want to be introduced by their first name. Yeah. Welcome to Newlyweds. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, like their first and last name and then his yeah, first or just last their, name? Or I just introduce them by their first name because they decide to keep their last yeah. name. Yeah. It's becoming more yeah. common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. I get a lot of that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, there's definitely a lot that goes into obviously wedding planning and just like outside of just the wedding itself, marriage license. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of looking back on my wedding, I loved my wedding and I loved everything about it. But if I were to change something, and I've told Drew this before, I would probably do a destination wedding Mm. with like a handful of guests Mm -hmm. because it's stressful. There's a lot that goes to it, a lot of money that goes to it. And I found out actually doing the podcast, a destination wedding might be cheaper, if not the same, of getting married in California, which is crazy. Um, So, yeah, I would probably do that. Do you have experience with destination weddings or Mm -hmm. what's your kind of intake on that? 
yeah, we've done a few destination weddings before, but I'm curious, where would you want to go for your destination if you were to do it um, again? <laughs> I love Mexico. I think I would oh get married gosh, in yes. Mexico. Yes. I don't know exactly where, probably either like Cancun or Cabo. Mm-hmm. We just love it so much, but thankfully we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got that right after. We we spent a week there, but yeah, I mean, now we could just do anniversaries in Mexico or something, right? Yeah, fun. yeah, that's definitely one of our favorite destinations. Mexico. Spot, Mexico. Yeah, there's so yeah. many beautiful, you know, places, resorts, and all-inclusive. All-inclusive. You know, that's like the best part because like all your guests are just in one place mm-hmm. and the food and drinks, entertainment, everything is together. And yeah. then a lot of resorts, they will pick up, you know, your guests from the airport. Mm-hmm. And that's like part of the package. Like, it's, So it's complimentary. Yeah. Yeah, so there's airport services and things like that. So it's very, very so convenient. Nice. And you don't have to leave the hotel. Like, no. if you really don't want to, if you want to do, like, excursions, sure, you can mm-hmm. leave and go on the beach, but you really don't have to. It's all there. Yeah. 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 And so. I'm sure you've done a few destination weddings. What's been your favorite destination and why? So we've done destination weddings in um, Bali. We've oh done gosh. it in Hawaii recently. And then we did South Style Shoots and stuff in the Mexico. Yeah. Um, so... I would say it's so hard to pick because they're so different. Yes. You know, like I think Bali is just very, there's a lot of passion in like the cultural aspect and like, you know, there's very um, like exotic, um, I guess like temples or things like that you can visit. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, I've seen that like kind of like a bird nest kind of swing thingy or it's like Instagram. In Bali? In Bali. Like the hammock looking thing? Yeah. Where, but it's a seat? It's like this shape. Yeah. Like, that yeah. it's hanging like, on. Yeah, it's hanging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of real cool, cool like, um, like locations yeah. in Bali, you know, so you can go to. Um, and it's see. so affordable. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! I hear food there is really cheap. Yeah. The like food Thailand, is really cheap here. Bali, mm-hmm. that whole region right there. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I would say, like, because... I mean, Bali is known for their resorts. Like, they're, like, the top in, like, the worldwide, like, resorts. There's so many resorts and villas and stuff like that in Bali. Um, but we we had a, a wedding last year or two years ago. In Bali? <laughs> in Bali. Um, it wasn't, like, the cheapest because, you know, of course, like, depending on what resort you choose. So we ended up with, like, a five-star, six-star resort so of course that one is not oh cheap gosh. but <laughs> yeah that's true Six stars. yeah oh but gosh. still more affordable compared to what you get mm-hmm. here yeah, yeah for sure well it depends on honestly how many people you invite and how much you're paying for those guests too mm-hmm. yeah. true but when you add it all up i'm sure that the amount that you're paying for each guest is probably a lot more affordable compared to what you'd pay here in california on average yeah, yeah on average yeah because like the one they chose is basically more like high-end, high-end. Sure. But if it's like an average cost, like comparing to Bali and here, definitely here is more expensive, like SoCal. For sure. Yeah. Um, and like Mexico, definitely it's way more affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like um, we we booked a uh, venue in Mexico. So this was like my Hawaii, my Hawaiian couple. Mm-hmm. So they are in Chicago and they found me. Because they wanted to do like somewhere that has an ocean front. <laughs> so yeah. they were like, SoCal is a great choice. So then they contact me. And then in midpoint of like, we're searching for all the venue. And then we looked at so many venue. They're like, what about destination wedding? <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, what about Aruba or Jamaica, Costa Rica? Oh I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's narrow it down. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of places. Um, so then we narrowed it down to like Mexico and then like... Um, 
Rivera Maya, Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. and then we en- we landed in one venue, and then we booked it. And then we found out the groom's dad cannot travel outside of the United States. Uh-oh. And then we're like, oh, no. So we had to, like, you know, forfeit the deposit. Thankfully, it's really little. It's, like, less than 1K. So yeah. that deposit is super, yeah, super small. Oh um, but still, you know, and then so we're like, okay, they still want to do destination. So, like, okay, then let's do, like, you know, either Hawaii or Puerto Rico. Yeah. So we ended up with Hawaii. So we did that um, this year, August. Oh, it was beautiful. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure that was beautiful. Great. That was beautiful. Yeah. Well, one last thing before we let you go. I have to ask. I'm sure you've probably done a ton of events. What's the craziest or weirdest thing that you've seen at one of your events? Um, I had to ask. He's bringing this question back, guys. I had to ask. Yeah. I mean, like, this is not my wedding, but, like, <laughs> I've heard, like, crazy stuff that's happened recently where... Like, moms were like trying to <laughs> start a fight start or some like drama. start some drama. <laughs> like, like one moms side of, of the, the family. bride or moms that are just guests. Like, yeah. So, mom of the bride, and oh. there's like a godmother involved, and um, yeah, like the two side of family just didn't really just get some along. Family drama, huh? Oh my gosh, you know? my worst nightmare. And then, <laughs> and then the DJ was trying to soothe everyone out playing Bar- Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't really work, but... <laughs> uh, I have an idea. Everybody. Let's play some reggae. Yeah, Calm let's down. play some reggae. Put some love. Put Everybody some chill out. Chill out. Have a drink. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good way to kind of defuse uh, the situation. But, yeah. Uh, I always try to avoid those. What would you do, Drew? I would just say, hey, security, break this up right now, you know, and just keep the party going. Yeah. Like, seriously, I think that planner, like, she had to pull the mom aside or else they were going to start a fight. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, I this... think I would have to do security too because mm-hmm. I'm pretty short. I don't know if I'd be like wanting to get in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. Get punched you'd be, in the face. You'd be surprised. I saw this uh planner once. A fight broke out right after the wedding in the parking lot. She went out there and just stopped the whole thing. She's like, You guys gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, don't yeah. bring that in here. You gotta go. Yeah. I was like, Man, I she's feisty. I mm-hmm. like that. She's just you gotta like, have some sass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not gonna listen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The things that we have to do. <laughs> Well, Sarah, as you know, it's customary on our show that the guest of honor makes the toast. So we'd love to raise the glass with you. And if you would please do the honors. We're almost done. Yeah, we're pretty much done. (laughs) Do you need a refill? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Let's get it. Why not? That's so funny. We have one more sip. We've been uh, enjoying ourselves a little too much. You're saving it for the best for last, right? Oh, okay. There we go. I knew you were going to do that. (laughs) Well, Carl, you always say to pour it to the top. To I the do. Brim. All right. Okay, there we go. Okay. Sarah? Toast to Rewire Podcast and my wedding summer success for 2023. Happy Hi. holiday, everyone. Happy Here's holidays. Happy holidays, folks. Cheers. Cheers. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo.